0: Thank you. Well, she's up in Maine, as if you can see, it's starting to get a little darker up in Maine at this hour. How are you? I'm great, thank you.
1: I'm wonderful and thank you so much for inviting me again this year to participate. And finally this year, the spirits cleared my calendar enough so I could be here with this wonderful program. I've been watching everybody since we began with Sandra Ingerman this morning and Wow, fantastic presentations and what a great group of people coming together to celebrate this beautiful day.
0: Thank you. Um, so Dory and I met, um, my mother was listening to a radio show. My mother lives up in Maine and she said, there's a shaman up here, you must know her. And I'm like, you know, that well, there's five of us in the world and we all know each other. And, <laughs> And I didn't, but I listened. I checked out her website, and I thought, well, this is somebody I should know. And I did invite her last year, and th- like she said, spirit, she was going off in a different direction with the bird that's on her on her her shoulder over there. Yeah. And so I was really thrilled when this year she could um, she could participate. And so I can't wait to to learn from you and see what you're going to share with our group today. Well, thank you, Renee. Thank you so much.
1: Well. Um, any of my students who are listening in will have a good laugh out of this because they know that one of my uh, famous sayings is there's the plan and then there's what happens. (laughs) Right. And so uh, in a classic Dory form, I have been, you know, perseverating about what I was going to present today and how I was going to do it and what I was going to wear and all of those ordinary reality things that just stand in the way of really being inspirited. So I was out running some errands and um, a little earlier today and I was thinking about this rather than thinking about what I was doing. And um, I pulled into the parking lot of the local um, health food store and I literally drove into a brick wall. My car, right smash into a brick wall and I left a couple pieces of my automobile on the ground there in the parking lot. And so for me, that was like, oh yes, Dory, you just hit a brick wall. (laughs) It is time to let go of your thinking mind and just step into spirit, because you know what? You're not doing this presentation today on the I.M. Symposium. Spirit is doing this presentation and whatever is meant to unfold is what's going to unfold. So get the heck out of the way. So one of the things I was going to start with today is um, one of the things that I do when I'm feeling kind of hopeless and lost and feel like my light, my inner light is getting dim, dimmer than I would like it to be. I like to sing um, this little light of mine just because for me, it's like a reset button like it reminds me. So as I got out of the car in the parking lot at the health food store, I had to hit that reset button, this little light of mine. And it reminded me, yes, I am light. I'm not, I don't have a light. I am the light and we are all the light. Absolutely every one of us. So I know that at this time of the year, We get very inspired about what's happening with the light and the darkness and the dance between these two elements of stillness and vibrancy and heart centeredness and coldness and all of those things. And what is true, what inspires me, what brings me hope when I'm like down in the bottom of the tank is remembering that I don't need to look for the light outside of myself. I need to remember that the light is within me to start with. And if I begin there, then the light is bright everywhere because I'm lighting my own way into where it is I am going and who I am being. So I really, Want to start this time with all of you today with all of us joining hands, like Renee had people do earlier today. Join hands, everybody, let's all, wherever you are, across the globe, come on, I know some of my students are out there, you guys know how to do this. Come get together, hold hands everywhere, and let's sing as if there were a hundred thousand of us all around the globe. Lighting someone else's light, because you know what? We're living in some really turbulent times, and there are a lot of people whose lights are hiding under a bushel basket, and we can help ignite those lights by being our own bright light. So let's sing. I'm not much of a great singer, but I'm going to listen for you to help me here. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. Oh no! I'm gonna let it shine, hide it under a bushel. Oh no, I'm gonna let it shine, hide it under a bushel. Oh no, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it
2: shine. Oh, thank you everybody. Spirit
1: is what is lighting our lights. And we are spirit. There is no separation. I know many of you who walk the shamanic path have heard these words a thousand times and yet no matter how many times we hear them, we need to remind ourselves we are the light and there is no separation between us and spirit. We are spirit. In my view, each one of us is God. There is no separation. All of us together make up the the being that we pray to, which is all, the all, the source, God. So this song, Little Light of Mine, you know, it started out being a children's song and then it was, then it became like a, a gospel uh, song and has been sung by many, many people, you know, in civil rights marches and what have you. And and I'm not here to talk about civil rights movements or any of that, but I am here to hopefully inspire hope. Because if we can't hold on to hope in these turbulent times, then we cannot possibly inspire the people who we are with or the people who we are leading, for those of us who are healers or, stu- or teachers or ourselves, students or mentors, we have to hold on to that light within ourselves and keep sparking that hope, hope that there is a future. You know, there's a lot of talk right now, you know, and you can see it in people's eyes. You can see it when you walk around that people are very weighted down by fear and anxiety, because there's so much that we know on a global basis about what's happening with Pachamama. Mother Earth is in peril. And each one of us has some responsibility for turning that big ship around, right? Because we, we can do it if we all work together. We can turn that, that tendency, that place that we're going right now, we can turn it. But we have to all be our own individual lights and we have to connect our lights to one another so that we can achieve what seems like the impossible. So, I gather hope for myself from two places, two primary places. One is by looking at our ancestors and knowing that if it weren't for Millions of ancestors who walked this earth before me and you and all of us, who dreamed us into being, then we would not be here. We would not have the enjoyment of this magnificent winter solstice. We would not be in fear or anxiety because we would not be here at all. And our ancestors, if we look at what they went through, how they dealt with fear and anxiety, I believe it helps to inform us about how we might best deal with the fear and anxiety that we are dealing with here in the 21st century. You know, our fears and anxieties, of course, are quite different than theirs were because we have a global perspective. Ancestors from some hundreds and thousands of years ago, only had the perspective of what was right before them. But what was right before them was often very frightening. And one of the things that was often right before them was what was happening with the sun. Where is the sun going? It appears to be leaving us and we are dependent upon the sun For life, without the sun, we have nothing. We have no life. So as Renee said um, in introducing me, I live in the Northeastern part of the United States, not in Northern Maine, not the uppermost regions of Northern Maine where it's really, really, really cold, Uh, but in the more Southern part of Maine, but nonetheless, the Northeastern part of the United States where it is cold and it does get dark. I mean, it's uh, four, 10 after four here right now or something like that. And uh, it, is, it is dusk, it, it will be pitch dark. By the time I finish this presentation, it will be totally dark here. And so we've had to learn to live with, how do we deal with the darkness? And, uh, And people who know me know that even though I have lived most of my life in the Northeastern United States, and I love winter because I love the darkness, I really don't like the cold. I'm not a fan of the cold at all, but I am the fan of the darkness. So it astonishes me that of course, who does spirit bring me for spirit helpers? All my spirit helpers come from the Arctic, the coldest regions of the planet Earth. And uh, they inform me about how to work with light, how to work with brightness, how to work with hope when there is only hopelessness. So one of the things I want to do with you today in, in helping to share with you some of the hope that I garner from the ancestors of the Arctic is to um, take you in a moment on a guided journey to um, meet a Sami shaman who hopefully will bring you a gift for you to unwrap. What is the gift that you get today from the darkest, coldest regions of the world? From the sami shaman so just to give you a little bit of, of background before we go into this guided journey um, i have been intrigued by the sami people since i was introduced to shamanism which was about 25 years ago i think and um i got the i had the pleasure of studying with a sami shaman quite a few years ago and i was just enthralled by him and his perspective of life so uh, in my pursuit of getting more information about the Sami people, I've done a lot of reading. And what I know is that um, the legends that we celebrate today and the Santa Claus legends, the mythology of the Santa Claus, really a lot of it comes from the Arctic regions um, because uh, the Sami people, lived you know they had to live on they subsisted on reindeer meat and uh you know what they could possibly garner uh, for vegetation you know in the cold months and what they were able to preserve during the you know to get them through the cold months and so the you know the story of Santa Claus flying through the sky on a sleigh pulled by magic reindeer who can fly comes from those legends, from those stories of the Sami shamans, because in uh, the arctic regions of uh, the Laplands, you know, Norway, Sweden, Finland, the northern corner of Russia, the very uppermost northern part, there is a mushroom that grows, the amanita muskara. And that particular variety of the amanita muscaria is very psychoactive and the reindeer eat the Amanita Muscara. And, um, and the shamans learned that if they uh, tried to eat the Amanita Muscara, uh, the people would die. It was poisonous. So soon they learned that they could, if they chose to, and as bizarre as this sounds, of course, this is what they did. They realized that if they drank the urine of the reindeer, the reindeer became a filter for the toxins and they could enjoy the beauty and the power of the psychoactive elements of the Amanita mascara. So the people experienced the reindeer and this particular mushroom invokes the essence of flight. So when you're in the influence of the Amanita mascara, it feels to you like you're flying. And of course the Laplanders are the reindeer people. And you know there are more reindeer in the La- Laplands than there are human beings. And, and I'm sure it was ever more so back you know, a few hundred years ago. And so their visions, the visions of the people was that the reindeer were flying and the shaman was going behind them into the sky to get some wisdom from the sun god, right? So that's what we're going to do. I'm gonna take you on a guided journey. Now you don't have to eat any Amanita
0: Mascaras. I don't don't have to drink any reindeer urine. (laughs) You
1: don't have to drink any reindeer urine, thank God, right? I mean, there are some great gifts of the 21st century and that is one of them, we don't have to do that. We can fly, we can journey without all of that. So um, I'm gonna take you on a journey in a sleigh led by magic reindeer to visit a Sami shaman, to ask for a gift. And so I ask you to just all sit if you can, or lie down if you wanna just listen to my voice. And I'm gonna take my glasses off because for me, that's like wearing a Siberian eye mask. I can't see a darn thing once I take them off. And I'm going to rattle and um, play some reindeer bells for you as we take this journey together. And uh, when we're complete, I'll stop rattling and, and, um, and give you some time to open the package, open the gift from the Sami shaman that has been given to you so are you ready there's a sleigh waiting for you it's right outside the door of your home or apartment do you see it it's red has stainless steel runners on it it's big will hold a lot of us let's all just pile in Pile into the sleigh. Come on, I see you, I see you way out there. Come on, come on, come on, you can do it. Get into the sleigh, all right, here we go. Do you see all the reindeer? Do you see the reindeer out front of the sleigh? These reindeer are going to fly and we're going to fly with them. We're gonna let them lead us to the Sami shaman who has a gift for us. So let's go.
2: Oh, we've passed the moon. Hi, moon. Oh, the northern star. What a beauty. We're going further and further north. The air is cold. Bundle up. Look down. Can you see down there? Oh, my. There's lots of snow. Deep, deep snow and ice. Okay reindeer, we're going in for landing. Back in time. Ooh, the frigid north winds blow. Let's all pile out of the sleigh. Maybe you have snowshoes. If not, not to worry. The snow will hold you up. I'm going to walk around this village a little. There are families in huts, small structures held up by tree branches, packed with snow and ice to insulate them from the winds, They all have small fires. I see a family of six here. An elder, a parent, three small children. They're all huddled together. Very dark and very cold. And they are frightened. For the sun god appears to have left them. They've been making sacrifices. See all the fir trees around us here in the snow? You see all the small animals that they've made as sacrifices hanging from these trees. They're enticing the sun god to return. They're unsure. This has happened before, that the sun has left them. They don't know. Have they done something wrong that made the sun go away? They're offering their gifts in the form of small animals and mushrooms and reindeer meat and antlers in the hope that the sun will see them and come back. Here comes the shaman. Oh, the shaman is a woman. She's wearing hides, reindeer hides from her neck down to her toes. The hides have been dyed with red berries harvested from the bushes and trees surrounding. And she's wearing an ermine fur around her neck and carrying Small coal from a fire from one of her people, what gifts does she have for her people, what can she bring back from the spirit of the Son of God, the Sun God? She climbs the tree. Each branch holding her, she goes higher and higher and higher. She has a sack around her waist. A big empty sack. She knows if she can connect with the sun god, he will give her gifts to bring back to her people. She approaches the top of the tree and jangles the seed pods, the bells that she is wearing on her clothing to keep the dark spirits away she wants to speak only to the sun god she asks if the sun god has a gift to offer the people a gift of hope that he will return that they will not perish That they can survive this darkest of times. It's cold, it's wind. And so she prays. She looks up at the sky, the darkness surrounding and invokes the power of all the spirits surrounding her, her own helping spirits, the spirit of the stars, the moon, the spirit of the trees, the reindeer, the small bees scurrying around in the snow, and the sun god answers her call. She gathers the many gifts. Hmm. She's opening her sack and the sun god is just pouring little packets, of gifts. They kind of look like fortune cookies, but of course they're not. She tied a special gift for each person who has come on the sleigh. And for everyone in the village, after a bit, the sack is so full, she can barely hold it. She slowly descends from the tree, but not before. Thanking the God of the sun, for answering her prayers, for giving her gifts that she can return to her people, gifts of hope, gifts of love and compassion, the gifts of life, she slowly descends and lands back in the South. She opens her big path that is glowing with light. Every little gift is filled with light, like an ember from a fire. The villagers all come, and one at a time. Choose a gift. And now we, who have stopped by to visit, all approach one at a time. And choose a gift from this sack. Stick your hand in there. Go ahead. That ember is not going to burn you. It is the light of love. It is the light of love. It is the spark of light that is in you, your gift. Take it. When you have it in your hands, put it on your heart. That's that ember. Light, that spark that is within you, your divine light your divine light. Oh yes, I see now so many lights in the snow. We are hundreds of thousands deep. Lights everywhere. Thank you. Thank you, Shaman. And thank you for taking us on this visit. We must leave now and return to our own time and space. We honor the sacrifices you and your people made. We honor that you dreamed us into being. That you persisted. That through grip and hope that your prayers for the sun to return would be answered year after year. We all climb back into the sleigh now. Come on, I know you want to stay here, but you can't. We all have to go back. One other time, let's get back into this sleigh you can kick the snow off your boots or not. If you have snow shoes on, you might wanna take them off. The that way. Here we go. Whew! Reindeer, take us home. Goodbye, North Star. Oh, hello, Blue. I know we're close to Earth. Again, here's the moon. Just buy in for a landing wherever you are. They will land easily. Want me So the gift, the gift from
1: the sun god, from the Sami shaman's sack,
2: is the spark of light, that ember
1: that is within every one of us, that when we let it shine, sparks others all around us. You know, when you walk into the grocery store and you're feeling kind of grumpy because there's a lot of other people there and they're all smashing their carts against each other. Open your heart. Let it just shine. Get rid of the grump. Let that that love, that divine light that is in you, just jump out of your chest. Imagine like all the solstice fires that are burning everywhere, that the laps, you know, the big fire laps that are coming out from the fire are just like moving into your own heart chakra and just like touching you and igniting that fire. You know, if you've got a little fog around, the fire will melt the fog. You are light. Do not forget it.
2: Oh.
0: That was wonderful. That's something I'm going to go back and repeat for sure. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. It's really been a pleasure and an honor. And um, I look forward to hearing all the other presenters because this is a really... Thank you for putting this together. This is a this is a yeoman's job. <laughs> this is a big job.